welcome to the Dragonheart Ascension podcast with Sonia, where we mediate for innovative quantum solutions as the Dragonheart Light Council in preparation for Mother Gaia and Humanity's Ascension in 2029. This work is called mediation work. Mediation is getting assistance from the angelic kingdom, from the heavenly kingdoms, ultimately from Sophia, God, goddess, whatever you call creator. We are turning ourselves over in service for the greater will and plan of Sophia source as instruments. In that way, we keep our personal will out of it and allow for the greater reality which is possible to move through us through vision through mediative telepathy so the masters typically work through a singular voice so when we call them in as a council they speak as one voice unless we call them individually they support the intention that we have it's important for whatever we're doing, that we give an intention to it so that our energy is always being utilized by the heaven worlds. Sometimes the intention is just, I'm here in service for whatever is needed. Sometimes maybe we want to add a focus for something that's going on in the world. We don't know how it can be resolved or this is our prayer for some resolution, for some lifting of the energetic we have found that being in council has been a great gift, not only to us collectively, but individually. When we work as a council, we're merging our bodies together, our light bodies. When we merge them, we take on the gifts and powers of the other person. So as we work together, we will find that our own gifts are growing and the gifts that weren't so strong with us are beginning to develop because we're actually receiving, like Bennett is a strong inner hearer, so is Jonathan. That's not my gift, my gift is dreaming. And this work that we're doing is actually stepping into the dream world, quantum leaping basically, and accessing dream dimensions that are typically not available to our consciousness when we're in 3D land, right? So we will speak the codes and other things to help us align. So I have some codes that I work with to help us align our spiritual atoms so that we can bring back more of a clear recognition and remembrance of where we're going. Because when you're in a dream, sometimes it's really hard to bring back the dream. Being in a group like this helps us to lock in the vision and the message everyone's gifts come through stronger in a collective like this. And typically when Bennett and I first started as a triad, there's just three of us. He typically was the energetic anchor. You need someone to anchor in the energy coming down from heaven. And that's a big job to be the anchor. And then someone is typically the seer who sees or gets the message. Right. My role was 
hugely that of seeing and interpreting what's coming in because of my training. But each of us has our own special unique gifts and no gift is greater or less than anyone else's. It's just that as a group, we collectively are growing together. And you'll also see it coming through in your life. Uh, Your magnetic attraction to what you desire will be stronger. There'll be more grace coming into your life for the things that you are wanting to happen. Your spiritual gifts will begin to blossom. All of our gifts will begin to blossom individually and collectively. So it's been a fantastic experience for all of us doing this work. The dream or the vision that I have is working with the Christ codes as an anchor and as a, a way to accelerate what we're doing to build a council of 12 and to learn how to fly our ships, calling our light bodies a ship, a starship, individually and collectively. So we're going to be steering a starship wherever we're needed. There's been some blueprints given over the years about the best way to do that. As we grow, we will bring in the blueprint and expand on it and get familiar with it and how to use it. The goal is for us to learn how to do this work so that we can recreate a council, that we individually can create our own councils if we so choose. My vision is that the work of the Christ Codes can go out into the world through the council work and help bring in new reality, the new golden age of miracles that is possible when we access our divinity when we access the power of our divinity, that is the vision. The Christ Codes book is the pivotal part of it. Would you like to add anything to this, Benito? You've pretty much said it all. The only thing that I would say is there is an element of a deepening element of trust that comes from the sharing that we do. It's an evolutionary process. It's not as basic as, okay, I, I want to try this and then I'm in, because it's based on us understanding trust with each other and deepening that. And so it's a very special kind of intimate bond on these levels, anyway, that's created. And so it's a timely process. But it is also cumulative. In our work with another friend of ours and Jonathan, we've seen it evolve. So initially, we're sharing whatever we see. And then the more we do it, the visions, they're in the same vein. It's not that the exact vision is seen by other people, but the thread and everything build into this cumulative force. All right. So Jonathan, you've been with us for about six months now. Would you like to add anything to that? One one thing I'd like to roll back to what you were talking about. Basically, each individual has their own personal macabre vehicle around them. And more and more, we're linking up into a group macabre. That's where that whole starship that you were talking about comes from, where we 
energize that macabre of us and add it to the group macabre so that we can travel through the universe or whatever. I like to say that when we first started working, we started as a triad, but very soon after we started working, three different triad groups were joining us on the inner. We knew where they were in the world, if they were male or female, but that's all we knew. And we worked for a whole year with them that way. There's people and groups doing this kind of work all over the world. So when we go into the collective, like Jonathan said, we are actually connecting up to the whole body of light workers who are working at this level. And so we each are doing our own individual group, but again, hooking into a larger field, which then is connecting up to the field of heaven and Sophia. It's really a beautiful, powerful way to work. And it's my favorite way to work. Uh, this is what gives me the most passion in life and what I do. The Christ Codes are a beautiful system and have helped me tremendously. And I know they're going to help a lot of people all over the world, but this is my true passion. <laughs> so, uh, all right. The first thing we're going to do is set the field. Did you want me to read that thing or not? Oh, yeah. Thank you, Bennett. Bennett received a channeling in 2016 from St. Germain clarifying this work. Okay. This gathering will embrace the energies of the individual, the archetype, and the infinite of this council that you are a part of. What is seen from this perspective is that the council is evolving both with the people involved at the present time and those who will come. You are part of establishing a unified field. It is the focus on the immediate here and now, which will give you the most connection and insight with all that seems to be happening somewhere else. It is the great paradox that out there is truly within. What is important here is that each of you celebrates and encourages the unique gifts of the other. So there is a dance of recognition, of supporting and participating with the other. Notice the almost instant evolution as it occurs. As each of you and others gravitate towards your more expanded representations and the I am of that which you are becomes more than an occasional visitor, the much greater direction will be given and made obvious some of it by literal transmission, some by intuition, and often by synchronicity. It is not necessary to try and mandate anything other than what is easily assimilated. The council is in motion and perceives the true desires from beyond what each of you is fully aware of. That's a big one. The council is in motion 
and perceives the true desires from beyond what each of you is fully aware of. We're the players here. We're not necessarily the ones who wrote the score. <laughs> Understand the archetypical energy that is represented by that which you are manifesting. Embrace it with love and view your activities from that place rather than from personality. That is all that is required in the now. Each of your present earth life streams is the tip of a massive and ancient spiritual heritage. It is essential to allow that I am presence to resurface into activity in this now. No forcing. The evolution of each of you and others is moving at warp speed. And believe us, brother, that is enough. However, it is cautioned that any frustrations and emotions regarding the speed of all this happening be moved into an energy of joy. Indeed, if they are held on to, this great service will not be able to occur in an as meaningful and impactful a manner, if at all. Don't try and manufacture the answers. Learn to relax into what you already are and they will become obvious. All the other frustrations that may appear are from the personality part of this suggested trinity of evolution. Not good or bad, just slower and less inclusive. There you go. One, one thing I wanted to add to that, and that's a brilliant piece. I'd like to have a copy of it if I could. I always like to say this because sometimes people forget we're all going on and living in universal time. It's not like we have anything to do with when things happen. They happen when they happen. Absolutely. Thank you. So he said that each of us will appear as our archetype. So I'm just curious, Jonathan, what would you say your archetype is? My archetype? I'm sure I have a few, but I would say that one of my major ones is a storyteller. Okay. Anything else you want to put down? A seer? Is that an archetype? An archetype is an original blueprint. Bennett is a thespian. I guess I'm a spiritual scientist. What would you call me, Bennett? I would say, you know, we're, none of us are just one, but I, I would say that you are a spiritual scientist. I've had many life as a queen, so as a ruler, high priestess, commander, and, and scientist. So I would say those are my archetypes. I would add to mine, regardless of what level of skill I may possess, 
I am all theater. I am the arts. I am a philosopher, healer, literature. I think we're all healers. I think so too. It's interesting because I'm living a dual life right now. I don't remember my dreams at all. I go to sleep and it's like this black void. <laughs> but what I have been told is while I'm asleep, I'm actually a starship commander on a Pleiadian craft. Wow. That's why you can't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I wake up and I'm Jonathan Gravich and I do acting and I do writing and all kinds of different stuff. Ooh. Let's see. Okay. Grace, what would you say your archetype is? I don't quite know, but what resonates with me is a creative with a lot of whimsy storyteller, but I also do sense a lot of wisdom. Wisdom from, I don't quite know, I'm still finding, but a lot of shamanic. Like a medicine woman, shaman? Yes, because of where my last birthing was, which was in Africa. So I just feel there's a lot of that kind of, I do a lot of, traveling in the roots underground. I'm just becoming aware of, of all this. So there are times when I'm meditating, I'm just traveling through tunnels, traveling through tunnels. And sometimes the tunnels have a lot of yellow light. But I also do see myself as a warrior, as a leader on horseback. I have actually seen, and I know that I'm an old soul my book is very thick, but I do see a lot of myself, Joan of Arc-ish, just riding through and I think I wrote it down here, more of a gentle compassion, gentle soul, I don't know, but one who meets with the entering into life and the exit of life. I gauge where I am with children. Babies would just light up. And then with the elderly, those who are transitioning. So someone said I'm more also a psychopunk. <laughs> I'm the one who helps those crossovers. I'm just learning these parameters of archetype and alchemy. Okay. So that's what I think I am. Beautiful. Okay. All right, I'm gonna set a sacred circle and then we're gonna do a few codes just to set the frequency. And then I'm gonna do some clearing work so that we as a group are clear to go forward so that we don't have any past lives or any monitors or anything that are in place right now that could affect the work that we're doing. Also, the other thing I wanted to mention is that the thing that can affect this work and also your own spiritual work is drinking and drugs. Now, what they do is, so alcohol 
is a numbing energetic. When we make ourselves less conscious, energies take advantage of that. As spiritual light workers, we become targets because we are working for the light. We become targets of dark energy sometimes. Dark energies mean shadow energies that are not in alignment, not connected to their heart, and like to work off of fear and all kinds of stuff like that. It's important to keep our field clear. There's certain types of drugs that change your consciousness, and then there's drugs that you can take for a headache or this or that. You have the medical thing going on, right? But basically what you want to watch out for is anything that shifts your consciousness. Some things can help you reach parts of yourself that are hard to reach. But at a certain level, those become crutches and actually keep you from going to higher frequencies. As a youngster, I did marijuana as a positive thing to open my creativity because I was so locked into myself. And then after a certain point, they became crutches and they weren't really assisting me anymore. And so I let all that go. I just want to mention that it's important if you're taking something as a prescription. When I was sick, I had to take a treatment that healed my illness. What I did is I insulated myself while I was taking those drugs. They weren't messing with my consciousness, but they were definitely doing something in my body. So I always insulate myself when I get up in the morning and when I go to sleep at night. And when I wake up in between, I also insulate myself because when we jump in and out of different timelines, we can bring other energies with us who are just in the field. Now, if you're using the Christ codes and you're saying the Christ codes, you Typically, you don't have to worry about that. I was brought up in, in a dark family, a lot of negative energy entities. So I'm very conscious of those realities. I take extra care in always insulating myself. Now, obviously, when you're in love, nothing can penetrate you when you're in love. Living in this world, sometimes things can upset us or whatever. So I just do my mantra in the morning at night before I go to sleep. And when I wake up in the middle of the night, I reinforce the mantra before I go back to sleep again. The times that I don't, I am being interfered in my dreams. I call them dream imposters. They come in, they have technological knowledge. They can come in and move into your dream body and they can actually terrorize you in your sleep. If you don't recognize those energies, then you bring them back into your waking state and then they can use you if you haven't sealed them off. So I just make sure that I'm always a full, complete circuit inside of Sophia's heavenly realms. When you're working like we are working, you want to be sensitive to what you open your field to because it's almost like a marriage. We are merging our energies. And so we want to be sensitive to what we're opening our field to because we are connected, right? Actually, we're always connected. It's just that we are opening more sensitive levels of connection that most people aren't aware of, right? To be continued.
I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Dragonheart Ascension Podcast. If you want to learn more about the 13 stages of Ascension, then download a copy of Christ Code's 2029 Ascension Mastery at ChristCodes.com.